Well, Mazzy, it was this time last week. I came in, I said, oh, I've watched The Greatest Night in Pop on the weekend. It was brilliant. Let's have a listen. It's on Netflix. One, two. We are the world. We are the children. The greatest artists of a generation came together to save some lives. Must be in a dream, huh? Hello, hello. But we only had one night to get this right. Let's get this party started. And we said to our producer, Zach, Zach, get someone from that doco, please. Yep, we sent him a mission and he has delivered. He has got the man (laughs) who was the cameraman from that doco, Kenny Wu. He joins us from Georgetown in South Carolina. Good morning, Ken. Yeah. Well, good morning. Are you guys old enough to remember this 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 uh, song? Just barely. <laughs> You're flattering me now, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, honestly, we both watched the documentary, and it's it's exceptional, and it really does take you back to that era in music and all of those big stars. And I can't believe that you were in that room on that history making evening. So. We have so many questions. Who were you most starstruck by? Oh, wow. I guess uh, the one that put me over the top would have probably been Springsteen. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I saw him arrive, I went, wow, this is really on. Because at that time, he was so hot. And it was like his Born in the USA tour had just finished. And he was top of the charts. But, you know, anybody, I, I was so uh, starstruck by I, I worked in I had worked in Hollywood for two or three years, so I'd done the Grammys and a bunch of other shows, and I'd, I'd seen a lot of these artists before. But gosh, when like Ray Charles walked in, and then Dylan shows up, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> yeah, what is unbelievable? Happening? And Ken, did you find in yourself were you able to say, "G'day, Bruce," "G'day, Bob," or, <laughs> or, did, or did you go, well, "I'm not going to say a word"? Well, you know what? Like I said, I, I I worked in Hollywood, and I worked in entertainment. I worked in the studios, and I did a lot of, of uh, music stuff before. But you know, it was always that was the cool thing about it because at that time nobody else was allowed in the studio, so only only those of us in the studio got to interact. And of course, it, you, got, you got to give them a nod or "Hey, how you going?" or "What are you doing?" and "What's up?" or "Could you move this way?" So you know, kind of when you get into that working mode, you kind of put your uh, your own surprise and. And, and feelings about these artists aside, you're just ready to do the job. But yeah. my God, it was it was so cool. And there were a lot of my favorite artists too. Like loved Hall and Oates, Paul Simon. Oh my God, yeah. loved Paul Simon. You know, all that it was, it was just so great. And it was so funny uh, when they all came in. That and I think Lionel said it best in the documentary. He says it was like the first day of kindergarten. They were all <laughs> so shocked. They were all so shy with totally. each other. At first, they were not mingling at all, and and then all of a sudden, it just broke down, and and it was just, oh, it was a love fest. Ken, I love when Diana Ross went up to Daryl Hall and asked for his autograph, prompted prompting all the other stars to reach out to their favorite to get an autograph. Were you able to get any autographs from the night? Uh, you know what? That's the one thing that I. I I, I wish I had. I have the sheet music. I still have it, and I still have my my sweatshirt mm. from that night, and wow. I have my credential and all that stuff. But because it was going on, and it was such an amazing thing to see, I, I just kept shooting, and I never had a chance really to 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 ask for autographs. I would have loved to have done. And looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Well, I was thinking, man, I just got to keep shooting. And mm. I think I probably uh, we rolled tape from about ten o'clock that night to about seven thirty, eight o'clock that morning. And I don't think. 
I took two breaks all night to take a to go to the bathroom because it was just this was such an historic thing, and there were just so many great things going around. I, I didn't want to miss anything. So, Ken, when you when you got the call to for the job, how much information were you given? Like, did you have any idea when you accepted that job to be the cameraman on this night after the American Music Awards that it was going to be so historic? Had no idea, and I was telling uh, the producer that. I had worked with the two producers who actually were responsible for shooting the video and doing the documentary for HBO because uh, there was a one-hour documentary that was done and released the same time as the song. I had worked with them a couple of weeks before, and literally the Friday before that Monday, I get a call from them and I go, hey, uh, Lionel and, and Michael are going to do this uh, song for famine relief for Africa, kind of like the Band-Aid thing, and like some of their friends are going to be in town, so they're going to come and... Uh, they're going to do this song. Would you be interested in shooting this? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So I said, well, well, just let me know when and where. And they go, well, it's Monday, but we can't tell you when, and we can't tell you where, and we'll call you Monday. Wow. And I was, wow, this is interesting. So uh, it's like 11:30 on Monday. I still haven't heard from these guys. I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. I get a call about noon saying, Ken, get down to the NM Studios four o'clock this afternoon. Don't tell anybody and be ready to rock. So that's and, how it started. And Ken, behind the scenes, which you'll see in the doco, the greatest night in pop, the making of We Are the World. Waylon Jennings walked off the set. Well, it was kind of weird, you know. And I and I've been asked this a lot, and I, I didn't want to make anything. You know, things get so PC these days. It, 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 you know, it could have been made out to be a racial thing, but it wasn't at all. It was about 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning. They'd been arguing for about 20, 25 minutes about this whole Swahili thing. And mm. finally, he just said, you know, and, and it could have been just as easily, I mean, what he ended up saying. He actually kind of said it in a funny way. He goes, well... You know, good old boy ever sang in Swahili. I think I am out of here. And well, he that, said it just like that. Yeah, yeah. And that was because this, you know, it was it Stevie Wonder at one point was like, we maybe we need to incorporate some Swahili um, into yeah, the cha- all, like. And then there was a whole big discussion about maybe putting in some lyrics in a different language, and that sort of threw the whole recording process it, schedule out. It did. That really stopped everything down. And we'd already been working. We started singing about 10 o'clock. So we'd already been working about four hours. And he had to realize it was 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning. Stevie did do that. And thankfully, you know, there was so much discussion back and forth. I mean, there was even Michael was saying, well, what if we don't do that? We just do this nonsense line, Shala, Shalinga, which that didn't make any sense anyway. But Bob Geldorf really came to the rescue. He came in and said, look, he said, we're not singing to the people who need relief. We're singing to the people that give us money, and mm-hmm. we don't want to turn anybody off. So yeah. they came up with that line that uh, our world, our children, and that was that was the line that they used. And, Ken, I know you filmed there. You were part of this, um, The Greatest Night in Pop, for hours upon hours. Now, you went to hand in your invoice at the end. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was so funny. You know, uh, like I said, I had just worked with these producers earlier, and, and, you know, I was making my Hollywood rate, and, you know, I'd actually been there 16 hours. So I figured, well, it's a pretty good payday. I got eight hours and eight hours of overtime. I'm good to go. So I, I had brought an invoice with me, and I kind of filled in the numbers, and I was heading out. I, I packed up the camera, and I handed my... <laughs> invoice over to the tech manager he goes what's this and i said well it's my invoice he goes ken 
there's no invoice. We're all doing this for free as volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Spewing. Oh. Nobody told me. <laughs> and out of them all, out of the 46 artists, who was your favorite? Wow. I don't know. I, I got, well, I still got to say Springsteen because yeah. he really, he really put his heart and soul into it. And he just really delivered. I mean, the guy had flown all night to get to L.A. after finishing, you know, a 10-month-long tour, and yeah. his voice was almost shot. But And he was one of the last guys to record his extra solo stuff, so he had to really hand it to him. Mm-hmm. It, he really put it out there. It is absolutely brilliant. The greatest night in pop. Thank you for taking time out, Kenny, the Thank cameraman. You. I mean, what you've just got, you're a part of history. That must feel really cool. <laughs> You know what? I'm so proud of it because I often get asked. I've had a great career, honestly, and uh, fabulous memories from all of it. And people always ask me, well, what was the best thing you ever did? And it's pretty easy to tell them. <laughs> it was... <laughs> uh, Kenny, yeah, a, uh, once, in a li- once in a lifetime experience. Oh, 100%. For you. And, and mate, was there Absolutely. someone who surprised you who you thought, oh, they're a bit up themselves? Uh, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> oh, truly. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't think it came out in the documentary, but I know uh, from from talking to other people about it that Cindy was at the AMAs and she went up to Lionel uh, at the show and said, "I don't, I'm not going to come because my boyfriend listened to the song and he doesn't think it's going to be a hit." <laughs> and it was like, really? It's, well, you know, it's not about it being a hit, Cindy. It's about all of us coming together to make some money to save these people in Africa. So, also, and I, you know, I bet Cindy's boyfriend regrets saying that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like That's it was funny. not about a hit. I'm like, it was crazy. So and, everybody and, else was so into it. Yeah. And of course, Cindy Lauper's jewelry uh, was causing issues. No, she had to take. She had bracelets and necklaces. necklaces she had to and, take yeah. it all earrings, off because it was. Earrings. I know yeah. she might as well have been wearing a tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the percussion uh, section. Uh, <laughs> one man, man, Kenny Wu, the cameraman from that great Netflix doco, which is called "The Greatest Night in Pop." And by the way, too, mate, who are you going for today? Are you going for the Kansas City Chiefs or are you going for the 49ers? Uh, well, I've been a long-time 49ers fan, but I tell you, honestly, I'm so tired of, of Travis Kelsey and, and uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, you've been over it. Huh? <laughs> I, I want to I see her cry. Oh. <laughs> so you're going for the 49ers. Oh, yes, Kenny. sir. Uh, Kenny, thanks for taking time out, mate. Pleasure, Thank mate. Thank you. You guys are great fun. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for calling.